Talk Radio presents Reality Check, where you'll get your weekly dose of reality with your host, Jeremy. Good evening, folks, and welcome to another exciting edition of Cheap Pop Radio presents Reality Check. And do we have a show for you tonight? That's right, tonight we're being joined by Real World Skeleton Stars, Tony, Bruno, and Sylvia. So, folks, let's not waste any time. Let's just go straight to it. Let's get our first guest on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, join me in welcoming our first guest. He is a star on MTV World World Skeleton. You can catch him every Tuesday night at 10 o'clock on MTV. Please join me in welcoming Tony. Good evening, man. Welcome to the show. Man, I'm. Uh, it's a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you we for having me. We got Tony. <laughs> man, you've... You've had quite, I guess, quite the season so far, and it's, I, I guess, what's it like back living in the real world? <laughs> what's it, oh, well, yeah, what's it like being back in real life, huh? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I mean, to be quite honest, it's, um, it, you know, you, you, you get back home and you just, you get back into the swing of your old routine. Um, it, it's, it's a little difficult, you know, especially because, you know, for myself, uh, it's easy to get wrapped up and everything, you know, um, and everything y'all see on the TV as far as with, with me and my, um, my skeletons and my problems that I have, uh, I had to deal with that a little bit when, um, when I got back, but now seeing myself in third person, um, it's kind of, you know, I- I'm kind of learning a few things about myself and, uh, getting back to the normalcy of, of real life is, um, uh, starting to get a little easier. Is there even really a norm? I guess anything normal about life at this point, man, just seems like everything. Uh, last night, though, we we got to see the full thing play out. Skeletons, you had both the X's there, and wow, and what an impactful season too. I almost thought Sylvie was getting trying to get a tryout with UFC, by the way she took Madison down there. She's a monster, right? She's a beast. She's she's a tough lady. I, if I had a if I had to put my money on anybody as far as the girls with fights, Sylvia Sylvia would be a close second to Nicole. I mean, I don't think nobody can mess with Nicole. I wouldn't even try to I wouldn't even try to throw dukes with her. But yeah, Sylvia she um she she's a monster. You know, she she's definitely she has a temper. And when she gets mad, um, or when she sees somebody attacking someone that she um she really deeply cares for, she's you know you see what happens. She she pulls out the UFC rear naked chokehold and uh yeah put, put my put my girl on the ground. Yeah, this is this was one of the first times I think in recent seasons that the production got involved and said, "Here, let's take a look back at the video." When that happened, I guess what was the initial reaction of the house thinking, "Oh shit, did we really mess up?" Well, and in fact, I'll let y'all in on a little something. That's not that's not the first. Well, that was the first time they they wanted us to to look at what happened the the previous night. But upcoming in the season, they do that also again with something that goes down, and nice. I, I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad they let us. You know, I'm glad they let us see it. I'm glad that I think Sylvia needs to see it. I, I hated that Madison had to relive it because I know it was kind of traumatizing for her. Um, but I really think it was something good. Uh, just like Jim said on the phone, y'all seen it on on the show. He said, I don't know if y'all understand, you know, the severity of what happened last night. So because you know we, we're intoxicated, you know, there's a lot of alcohol involved. So for you to see it the next day sober, um, it's it's a beautiful thing, and I think that really helped with the whole 
getting over it quickly process, you know, to where they could apologize and make amends. Now, I've got to ask you, you lived it with both the exes there, Elizabeth Alyssa, and I've got to know, how much did editing affect it? Was it as bad as it seemed, or did the editing just make it seem ten times worse? Uh, see, the thing is, I really can't complain about this edit. I, I think I think they did a fabulous job. I think they were spot on with it. I really think they were spot on. Um, the way they put it all together, and I know it's it's a lot, and, and hats off to those guys that have to look at all these this hours of footage. But um, I gotta say, it was a pretty fair a pretty fair edit. It really was. And see, you don't hear that a lot. You hear, uh, well, like I mentioned to you previously, we had Nicole on the show. She was talking about her argument with Jason, and it came across as if it was about garbage. <laughs> and she said, "That's the well, part see, of the and, thing. and I think with with, it, with that, if you if you go go look back at that episode, you know, it's it's it, everything happens so fast. But Jason does say something about. You know, her uh, kind of throws a little jab at her sexuality. It it, mm-hmm. it started over them just button heads at work. You know, you're gonna you're gonna bump heads with your coworkers. It just happens, and it, it's it kind of did start over the garbage thing. Like, no, I want you to take the garbage out too. And then he did kind of say a little something about the sexuality thing, and that's where it really escalated. Where she got her feelings hurt, and then for her to say something about the child on the way when he only broke that to you know to the guys. Um, I think that was that. That's kind of what would blew it out of proportion on Jason's end. It's, it was just like editing is a big part, and I think from you all being able to live it compared to what we can see, it just it makes that big of a difference. So I didn't know with your skeletons if you felt like it did it justice or not. So that's good to hear. Yeah, and I think it, I think it 100% did. You've seen it on the um, on the episode right before this to where Elizabeth was, you know, she's kind of bossy and stuff like that and, and that's that's how it was and how she was she kind of was like that you know and um so I'm, I'm glad they caught that they captured it um i can't i really can't complain about the edit Every, everything that y'all seen is um yeah it's, it's basically what went on so i can't yeah, say that they I'm curved gonna... it any type of way for me that's good and like i said you don't hear that a lot with a lot of the editings in different aspects but i've just got to ask you this everybody's seen it i know you probably regret bringing that aggression out with punching the punching the hoe in the wall uh, you said you were gonna have to pay for it. Did they eventually make you pay for it? Well, you get you get fined. Um, okay. You know, we, we get a stipend. We get a stipend each week, and um, for something like that, you get fined, and um, it comes out of the out of your stipend. And I mean, I, I don't. To be honest, I don't regret punching the wall. I mean, I really was. I tried to handle my stuff the best I could, and I came to a boiling point to where, and once again, all calls and ball were coming back from the club, and. I felt like I was kind of being ganged upon, and I just I'm not going to take my aggression on any on a female, of course not, you know. So it was just something for me to just get a, a, a release, and I mean I, I don't regret it one bit. Now I've I've got to ask you this I, from the obviously the man's point of view. We've seen this. My wife kind of defended Madison at this point. She jumped in to the argument uh, as you were in the shower. Do you feel like I guess Madison was, had a more relevant? point to do it or do you feel like she was just doing it because uh i think i think madison felt like she had someone there that also was feeling the same way that she was you know talking about Alyssa. Alyssa was kind of letting me know like hey you know you can't you can't keep playing these girls you can't keep saying this you can't keep doing this and madison felt like she had somebody on her side so she felt obligated or she felt like it was it was 
uh, the right place, the right time and place for her to be like, yeah, that's right, Tony, and kind of side with Alyssa on, on that argument, which, I mean, I was taking a shower. I was just like, look, I don't want to hear this. Let me take a shower first, you know, and I do appreciate Violetta coming out there and saying, hey, Madison, let them have, you know, let them, Alyssa and Tony, you know, talk about this. That's their argument, and I, I do appreciate V doing that. And um, But but I really do feel like, you know, Madison just felt like she had someone there that she could side with because she made, she might have been feeling the same way that Alyssa was about, you know, my actions up to that point. Well, man, you've got we've got the actually callers coming in left and right. You mind if we take some live calls? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Area code nine one seven. You're on the show. Hello. Hello, you're on the show with Hello. Tony. Hey, Tony, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. So, um, I just had like one quick. Well, it's not a quick question, but just one question. Um, not at any point did I think you were like a player or upsetting anybody or doing the wrong thing. I think people are freaking out on Twitter and getting a little too excited over that. But you did do some stuff where I'm just curious. I just want to pick your brain. Like, what exactly was going through your mind that made you like do certain things? And um, one of them is, you know, how in the previews you see, you know, V skeleton coming in and then you going for her and stuff like that. My question is, it was always very clear your interest in, in Madison was, you know, pretty up there. It wasn't just about the sex. You got to have sex with her and you were still interested in her. So when you had V Skeleton come in, was it just like your interest for Madison wasn't that much at the time and you didn't think it was that big a deal? Like, what was it that made it so easy for you to go ahead and hit on somebody that was going to, you know, share the same roof with you guys? Uh, are we talking about Violetta Skeleton? Me, me yeah, that's right. with her or going with her? Um, I don't. I don't really know if I could talk too much about the next episode. Um, obviously, they show a little something in the preview that I um, I do kind right. of pursue her, kind of flirt with her. But it it, it goes back. It goes back to the, um, the previous episodes where I'm sitting and I, in fact on the patio. I'm telling Jason like, man, you know, Madison is a girl that I can see myself falling for. And it's up up until that point, up until the point even with the next episode, I've I did have sex with Madison, and obviously the attraction's there. But I'm up to this point, I'm still trying to, to fight that. I'm still trying not to be tied down in the house with, with one girl. Um, right. You know, it, it's, 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 the same, it's the same excuse everyone uses. You know, you just want to live the single life while you're out there, enjoy everything that you can, and you want nothing to hold you back. So up to that point, um, with Violetta Skeleton come in, coming in, I'm, I'm still trying to fight it. I'm still trying to fight yeah, the whole that makes sense. Re- okay. relationship thing that could, that could – you know, develop between me and Madison. And, and that's, you know, that's my whole defense on it. Okay. Can I ask one more quick question or do I got to go? <laughs> oh, I don't, that's, right that's not up to me. I don't know. One, that go for it. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. So, you know how you had all three of them under one roof and we all know, you know, you basically hooked up with all three under one roof. But the thing is you were so stressed out. Like you were freaking out. You just couldn't take it anymore. Did you, were you doing that? Were you hooking up with all three of them at the same time because you were thinking, let me give them all some love and attention and calm them down? Or, like, did you not think that would only worsen it? You'd think you'd want to step away from all three of them given the situation. But you went for it with all <clears throat> three of them under one roof. <laughs> right. Well, and, and, it diff- and when you're under the – when you're, like, okay, when we're in the house, I was kind of – I, I kind of leaned toward whoever needed the attention the most of the time. Right. And – like like with with Madison with the whole fight issue, you know, um, I felt like she needed some comfort. And so of course, you know, I, I ran to her. When Elizabeth came to me, she said, "I need to talk to you." I said, "Okay, well, of course, I go talk to you." I felt like, you know, I, I was 
I was really spread thin when Alyssa wanted to talk. You know, I want to, okay, let's go on a patio. Let's go talk. And yeah. That, that's the best way I felt like I could handle it. I wasn't just going to ignore all the girls. Like, that's just not me. You know, I'm not going to yeah. do that, especially when I care for each each of them. So, you know, on the, when I'm in the house with them, I felt like that was the best way to deal with it. And if the conversation escalated to where we started hooking up, then we hooked up. You know, there was nothing I could do. Right. I couldn't fight the patient outside of the house when we're at the club. I mean, you could obviously – I mean, I did dance with Madison. I wanted to make it out with Madison when we all went out together. But if if you notice, I tried to keep my distance from them a little bit and yeah, even you try did, to talk to did. other girls because I am, you know, I was a, I, I technically was a single man. So I felt like that was the best way because I know we're in a club, we're in that atmosphere. If I just show attention to one, it's going to blow up, which my attention didn't divert to Madison for a little bit there. And you've seen Alyssa, how she reacted. So outside of the house, the best thing to do was just to kind of let them do their own thing, let other people, you know, um, entertain them while I did my thing, but under the same roof, I felt like it was just, it, it was easier when it, whoever needed to talk to me at the time, that's who I was going to talk to. Okay. That that was a whole lot of good explaining right there. Thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. Well, thanks for calling in. Thanks. Bye. I got to admit, though, this girl, she called in 20 minutes before we even went on the air, waiting for the chance to talk to you. So I had to make sure we got (laughs) got that girl. So I got to ask, we seen it last night, the hookup in the laundry room. room. Were you able to lock that door? Because you could hear people walking by, it seemed, so you were kind of uncomfortable. But was there a lock on it? No lock. There's no locks. There's no locks at all in the real world house Uh. now. So that's why you can see me kind of like they got a little clip where I'm like, oh wait, like I want to go grab the door. Somebody <laughs> opens it, but uh, yeah, that that was <laughs> that no, was like gonna, my little my ask. little getaway spot. But uh, I mean, it wasn't the best one, but that's like my little getaway spot. That's what I was going to ask. Was that the wildest place? I guess the wildest room, and that you had the hookup at the entire season. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I believe, <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think that's the only hookup that I had in the laundry room. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's where you go to air your dirty laundry, right, man? <laughs> so why not? why not? There you go. But um, let, let's take another caller real quick, if you don't mind. Okay. Area code three hundred five. You're on the show. Hello, area code three hundred five. Three three hundred five. Is that uh? That's Dade County. That's um Miami. We got somebody, and they're not wanting to speak up. Well, what the hell? Let's go one more. Area code three four seven. You're on the air. I'm in the Dale calling you. Hey, what's up, Tony? Hey, man, what's up? Not much. I'm following you on Twitter, and Instagram at Big Thompson twenty eight. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. Well, my question is this. What you got? Like, out of, out of all three girls, in your personal opinion, who do you consider the prettiest? <laughs> uh, man, that's a good question. Um, I mean, all three are beautiful, you know, um, in their in their own little in their own way. If if I had to, if I had to choose one, if I had to choose one, um, man, Madison. Madison, I mean, do you, do you agree with me? Who do you think's the prettiest one? I gotta say it's Madison too. I agree. Yeah, dude, she's she's <laughs> extremely pretty, extremely pretty, and she's got um, you know, she's got all the other 
personality traits to go with it. So, yeah, if I had to choose yeah. one man to be, uh, say who's who's the prettiest, I'd have to say Madison. So, what's your status with each girl right now? Uh, I don't, I don't know if I can really say. I don't know if I can really okay. say about that. Um, you, you, you seen well. You seen with Elizabeth and Alyssa. You seen how the episode ended, and that's pretty much the the way it is now. You know, so I'm not um, okay. not really not really on speaking terms with either of those two. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's really all I could say. That's cool. Uh, now, th- this was one of the first seasons that I remember that you could really see people with their cell phones. Was there was that a house cell phone? Or was that your personal cell phone that you could see occasionally, or what was their leniency with that? No, as soon as we as soon as we walked in the house, we had to give up our, our personal cell phones. Uh, so we were without that for the three months. But production had three or four iPhones that we could okay. use when we went uh, when we went out and about. You know, when we went to different events and stuff like that, to where we could take selfies and take pictures of of what we were doing. Which is, I mean, it was it was awesome to have that um, to kind of capture our own moments and, and stuff that we were doing. And we, as soon as we got back from whatever we were doing, we'd have to give those phones up. In fact, the funny story is, like, they would disconnect the Internet. Like, we, we could strictly only use them for photos. Well, I found a little glitch in their system to where when we got back from the club or we got back from somewhere, I would, I would keep the phone from them. I'd try to hide it from them, and I, got, I tapped into iTunes radio. And we can't, we can't listen to music in the house, but I'd be on the patio, and I found a way where I could play the iTunes radio, and I'm sitting out there just – just oh, you know, loving every minute of it. Of course, as soon as you know, give me one phone. They got production coming through saying, "Give me that phone before you get fined." Come on, hand it over. <laughs> That's awesome. Because see, you when you see you don't when you just see the cell phone, so you don't you didn't know what the backstory was on it. You could only assume it may have been a production phone. But obviously, this season yeah. had the big twist with the skeletons. Would you prefer to be on another season of the Real World to where it was just? the house guests living in the house, or do you think the skeletons actually helped you at all with anything moving forward in your life? That's, that's the main thing. Um, you know, of course it's, it is a TV show. So, you know, you want the drama there uh, with the whole twist and all, but MTV made it very clear that it's, it's not just to, it's, it's not to hurt us. It's to teach us a lesson with, with each skeleton that that's coming in. And for me, I like to take the positive out of everything. And, Definitely now looking back on it in third person, being able to see myself, um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a lot from it. Now, when I, when we first got there, I was thinking, you know, I mean, we got some some characters here. We we could do a whole season with just us seven, and I would have I would have enjoyed that. I would have enjoyed it to the fullest. But looking back on it, um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of glad things went down the way they did. That's awesome to hear. Um, let's say production called you up tomorrow, and they asked you for your input for next season's twist. What would you what would what if you could put a twist on a season? What would it be? Um, that's 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 hard to say. I really, I mean, it's 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 hard to say that I I enjoy I enjoyed the um, the exes coming in because you know it was it was to my expense. But if if everybody could have a week to where they had two exes come in at the same time. And they had to deal with that. I, I would lo- like. I would have loved. This is this. What I mean by that is, I would love to see Sylvia. You know, her two skeletons would have been exes, and they moved in for a week, and see how she handled that individually. And then, okay, I come around, I deal with my two exes, and then Violetta had to deal with two of her ex-boyfriends that moved in. Mm-hmm. I would just like to see how each individual 
at the time deals with their two exes under one roof because I know I tried my best and it was, it's a very, very stressful thing. Um, so I, if I had a, if I had a pitch an idea to him, I would say, don't, don't make it like rule or, um, don't make it like ex- the explosion season to where all of them moving at once. Have it like you did me, you know, for that week, move two in at a time just for one individual and see how they, see how they react. I, I would say, I would love to see that. Then I've got to ask you this. We'll take one more live call, and I'll let you go, man. Who got more action this season? You or Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's, it's a it's a it's a close race. It's a close race. Um, <laughs> it, we're, honestly, we might be tied. I think it's neck and neck. I think it's neck and neck. So, next person that goes, somebody, you have to go back in the house just one more time, one more hookup. That's what you got to do. Just call them, tell them I'm yeah, in the house yeah. one more weekend. <laughs> if, let, let's take one more live call real quick area code 203 you're on with us hello hello you're on the show hey hello hi tony hey how you doing hi my name is clarissa i'm calling in from connecticut i'm a big fan you're hilarious and handsome as well and i'm team Patterson <laughs> all the way so i love how madison stood up for herself to me she could have beat Violetta, but until Sylvia came out of nowhere. And anyways, now that the show is over, I think we all want to know if you and Madison are now official from what you posted on Instagram, or do we have to wait till the reunion? You're gonna have to wait till the reunion. I'm not. I'm. I really. I really. I can't. You know. I can't really say okay. anything about that. Yeah. I can't really say. She. She's a sweetheart, though. And um, you know, there, there's definitely even with I know with the next episode coming up, it's not gonna look too good, but. Let's just say there's still um, there's still some hope for Tadison, so just stay tuned. <laughs> now, has the reunion special <laughs> taken place yet, or is it? No, no, it it hasn't. It hasn't. Uh, MTV hasn't okay. even contacted us about it yet. So. Okay. Now, this is this is going to be, I guess, your final message of sorts to send out to them. If you could describe the rest of the season in three words, what would they be? Um. A lot of tears. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to say a lot of tears, a lot of tears. You know, you've gotten a lot of drama. You know, you've gotten a lot of drama up to this point and stuff, you know. But um, after, I want to say after after Violetta Skeletons, you're, um, you know, it, it's it's definitely going to be a, a, a tearjerker. It's going to be a, a tearjerker of a season. Um, so I would have to say a lot of tears, yeah. Man, plug your social media real quick. So the fans know where they can follow you and check up on you at. Yeah, y'all can follow me on Twitter at uh, t underscore reigns thirty three, and you can follow me on Instagram at t underscore reigns. Um, my Facebook, you can look me up, Tony Reigns. Um, yeah, y'all go follow me, check me out. <laughs> and uh, I know I don't know if you can see it or not. Bruno, got, he's coming on the show seven minutes. He just tweeted to you. He said he's listening to you right now, baby girl. You go, cootie boot. <laughs> <There. laughs> he's a, he's a cootie bump. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's my dude. That's my dude. I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to listen into this. Yeah, that's my yeah, dude. He's 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 coming up next, man. Well, I, we're gonna have to have you back on. Hey, Bruno, We've still Bruno, got... Bruno kind of. Re- if, if Bruno is listening, I would like to say he does remind me of my ex-girlfriend because he's got the same jawline. <laughs> that's that's a hey, that's an inside that's an inside joke that he'll get. But yeah, that's all. Awesome. That's I mean, I'll have to try to dig into that a little bit when he's on the show, man. I greatly appreciate it. We'll have to have you back on. We've got unfortunately a bunch of callers that didn't get the chance to get in. Uh, 
hope to have you on again. Best of luck in everything coming up, and hope this isn't the last time we chat, man. Awesome, man. I appreciate it, really. Thanks, man. Best of luck to you and everything coming up, and good luck, man. All right. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. You too. Thanks, Tony. That's right, folks. Getting ready to join us at 9.30. Bruno, stick around. Make sure you call in 646-478-5714 with your chance to talk to Bruno. Any questions you have, make sure you listen. Make sure you call in. Check us out on Twitter, at Cheap Pop Radio. Send your question there. Uh, Let's real quick just take a quick musical break and get ready for the one and only member of the Wolfpack. Stick around to Cheap Bob Radio.
Entourage. This is the artist formerly known as John Morrison, currently known as Johnny Mundo, coming at you through the airwaves to remind you to get out of your mind. Seriously, go get your asses in shape. You know you think about it. You know you want to. Make this time right now the time that you actually follow through. Go to www.ooymfitness to find out how you can change your life right now. Guest to the show. He is also a star on MTV World World Skeleton, which you can catch every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. on MTV. He is a part of the Wolfpack. Ladies and gentlemen, Bruno. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you, man. Great to be here. And you heard it. Tony said it. I got to ask, what the hell's going on with the jawline? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It was an inside joke him and I had. Um, you know, I, I used to just be like, "Yo, yo, Tony, uh, you and my ex-girlfriend. You look like my ex-girlfriend. You both had the same jawline." So it was like a little joke, you know what I mean, between each other. <laughs> and that's, I guess, the the cool thing is you all really seem to have bonded inside that house to where it still carries over on social media for the most part. And it just seems like that 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 house really changes your life and gives you a friendship you really never would have had outside that house. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, being in the house, you know, living with people you may or may not like, you know, I, I mean, there's a lot more that goes on within the household, you know, than you see. But, you know, I could speak for myself, you know, um, after we've been done with all the recording and well, actually watching it, it gives you like a different appreciation for things. It kind of makes you like, like regret the petty shit you argued about or, you know, how you could have went about things a certain way because, you know, it, it's tough when you're in an environment and you really know who's real or who's phony or w- what's really going on. You know what I mean? You got cameras on you. You, you may not know if somebody's really putting on or what's their true personalities, but, you know, after watching it, it kind of gives you some sort of uh, appreciation, you know, for everybody you were with because it, it is a once-in-a-lifetime experience, you know, and everybody was picked for a choice and a reason. And so, it, And it seemed like after the first couple of seasons – this is going to be the season of Bruno, is the way it played out. You were on there, man, 40 minutes of the of the hour TV show. You were just rocking the screen, and we hadn't even had your skeleton in yet. Yeah, I know. I know that uh, the skeleton episodes are coming up, so, I mean, they're definitely inserting me in there. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I actually enjoyed the like little downtime, you know, where the attention is more on, like, on Tony and Sylvia and stuff, but <laughs> I know there's a lot more to come with me in it, but, you know. 
I mean, they decided to put me in a bunch of camera time, so obviously they did it for a reason, and, you know, I do appreciate that. And I, I think it's cool, you know, to watch yourself. It's also cool to watch your roommates and just knowing, like, you lived there and you were there with them. And how much do you feel like, like, it was something I asked Tony, how much do you feel editing has affected the season so far from what's happened in the house to where you lived it to what we've seen on TV? I mean, um, I think they honestly did, like, a great job with editing. Um I mean, there's a lot of stuff, like, I wish that weren't put in there. And, you know, they can only put a certain amount of time, you know, from the, like, 24-7 hours a day, 24-7, you know, that they could they, they record. They can only put a little bit in there, you know what I mean? But they definitely have presented it to, like, people where, you know, they can keep your interest and it shows, like, all the little twists and, you know, a little bit of arguments and get the fun. It's not just, like, all drama, you know? And now, what's happened to your girl, to the girlfriend or the girl you were talking to on the show? She's just seemed to completely drop off the, the television screen altogether. Who, Carla? Yes. What? What's? Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I think with the real world, they're not really interested at, at so much as like the outside relationships. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna say what was the final end decision with everything, but you know, uh, up until this episode right now, her and I had still been dating and going on a lot of dates. You know, and that's up until like this recent episode. I don't know what they're gonna show the next episodes, but I mean, you know, she she was a big part of it. You know, I just personally don't think they care for the outside relationships rather than what's going on with the the main seven in the household. That was just one thing. It's like I said, you all you just dominated so much this season, and then suddenly <laughs> it, you're still obviously still on there. And I guess the. My favorite scene from this from last night's episode, you and Jason just sitting there cutting up as Tony's going through hell, <laughs> and just sit there at the computer. And Poor you know that, that's that's something you could see the guys doing. You know what I mean? You could just see the guys sitting there cutting up as the other guys in there giving it hell. And but why didn't y'all go save the poor guy? <laughs> I, I mean, um. I'm I'm personally like unless really approached with something, I'm not gonna go into someone's business. You know that was Tony's situation. I mean he was already dealing with a lot, so it's like I don't know. Like I know me rather than having all these voices in my head and somebody like, hey, you should do this, you should do that. Like I'd rather want my own time to really uh, recollect and you know gather my thoughts. You know, like I personally, I think Tony had the hardest skeleton out of all of them, apart from Jason. And um, you know, I, I I think you know. We all have our own personal issues in life, and I personally, you know, not even whether I'm best friends with Tony or not, I think he handled it really well. I mean, people are probably say he's douchey or whatnot, but, you know, I mean, he's a guy, single guy in Chicago. I mean, it, it, you know, I got the douchebag car, too, so it's like it's so easy to judge when you're not there living it, and things could look a certain way as well, but, you know, I, I, I do truly give Tony a lot of credit, and, you know, I mean, it was teach their own. That's how, what I always say. If, if you, I think if anybody was given that opportunity – that they would go with it and run with it, and you don't know what's going to be placed ahead of placed in front of you, especially with the with the skeletons. You didn't know that oh, was definitely. going to come. You you I yeah, imagine no, I mean, did you all did you expect some kind of twist this season, or did you just think it's going to be the real world? Um, no, I mean I had watched a couple of episodes from Real World Explosion, and I know some of the roommates did as well. And you know I truthfully thought they were going to bring my ex girlfriend out and. I wasn't entirely sure. I don't know if there was going to be a twist or if it was going to go with the same format as they always had done. But then um, when we started hearing rumors, which Violetta was like the first to hear of anything, you know, we all started guessing and jumping to conclusions. And, and um, you know, I started assuming that it could have been my brother or my ex-girlfriend. And, you know, seemed to be true with most of, uh, you know, the skeletons. And one thing that 
uh, when we had Nicole on the show, her skeleton's kind of been kept back in the dark, and she said, we'll have to wait and see. But some of them's leaked out, obviously. We know who they are or who to expect. With you, it's been known that it's your brother coming out, um, uh-huh. or or so they say. I know you can't really probably confirm or deny whatnot, but um, do you feel like this experience helped you at all? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people think that the producers were just being assholes and trying to get that show out of something. And, you know, we we thought that too, like, oh, why would they be doing this to us? But it's like, you know, it is titled Skeletons. It's kind of getting skeletons out of your closet, like confronting things and issues that you typically wouldn't in the real world because, you know, we're all so busy going about our own lives, you know, to even really bother confronting something or, you know, reflect on our issues. You know, we have a lot of downtime being in the household. You know, it's just one another to, to talk, you know, TV, no computer really, uh, limited internet access, no cell phone. So it's like, you know, what else do you do? You talk about your issues you talk amongst one another. So it's like, you know, it, it definitely helped all of us, I think, you know, really see where we're at in life, you know, our actions and how we go about daily things where our decisions. So I think it def- we definitely benefited uh, overall from it. Now, obviously, we all know going into it, it was real world skeletons when we seen when started seeing mm-hmm. the trailers and the clips of it. And you all obviously knew something was up when they started showing up. When did you all <laughs> actually find out the reveal or the title of it was Skeletons? I, actually, we found out right at the end is uh, what was the title. And the thing that was funny is all the skeletons that did come, they had a skeleton key. But we had no idea, you know, it was named Skeletons and... I mean, we just and we had no clue like what the exact twist was because they bought the the boss from hell and then which you have already seen and then they bought the exes and then, you know, going forward it's it's more than it's the skeletons are a lot different things than what you would have imagined. So we were like we were never really onto the twist. So they did a really good job with that. That's now obviously you'd mentioned that V had got rumors that they were of who the people they were sending people in. Did production uh-huh. try to keep that hush? or just try to say, not talk about that, let's wait and see how it plays out? Or do they try to coach you any certain way? No, well, uh, Violetta had heard rumors from back home, so I guess the people that were coming out as the skeletons were probably blabbing and bragging, like, hey, I'm going to be on Real World. You know, that's my assumption, and I don't think I'm wrong about that. So, you know, I mean, most people are probably like, hey, I'm going to Real World, I'm excited, I'm going to be on the house. So, you know, one person tells one, and that's how you know, rumor start. So she had overheard that from a friend, and, you know, that's how we kind of got a hint that there's a twist coming. And now, uh, if you don't mind, you might mind if we take some live callers? No, it's perfectly fine. Okay. Uh, Selena from the Queens, you're on with us. Oh, my God. Hi, good. <laughs> What's going on, Selena? Oh, my God. You have no idea how much of a crush I have on you and Tony, like literally I was watching Real World today and I was freaking out because I was like, you know what, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna get them to notice me. I know one day I'm gonna get them to notice me. Oh my gosh. And then I was bragging to my uncle that I was gonna call and then he was just looking at me like I was crazy and oh my gosh. <laughs> oh so nothing. I'm just really nervous right now. <laughs> All right. I'm just you got a like question you. for you? <laughs> well, do you follow back on Twitter? I do follow some people. I mean, truthfully, like, I would love to follow everybody. But, it's like, um, if you follow, like, certain people, then, like, upon request, 
you know, that everybody's going to expect to follow. So it's like, I mean, I do talk to my fans. So it's like people write to me, like I definitely respond and write back as often as possible. Yeah. Because it's like I try. It's like first I tried talking to Tony because I wanted to ask him the same thing, but I, but then I I realized that I missed it, so I was like, you know what? Let me just stay on the air and talk to him. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Lena, we appreciate it. <laughs> go, no, go for it, brother. Uh, I don't uh, want to I cut mean, you I off. I mean, man. definitely. If you if you write to me, like I, I definitely respond. You know, I definitely respond as much as possible to uh, you know the people that write to me. So absolutely, that's how we got this set up. All through the, the goodness of social media. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, you, you obviously seem to be a mama's boy at times during the season. How did that? How do you do? You feel like that affected your game at all? <laughs> from from um, from I guess it's being on TV. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how it looks like I am a single guy, but I am very straightforward. I am a mama's boy. You know, I definitely know how to treat a woman. Like I'm not just trying to like wrote about myself but it's like you know I, I just feel like with all the comments that people gave me it's like I know they made it look like I was like flopping through women and you know you, you couldn't really relate unless you're in the situation like I definitely am a mama's boy you know my mother raised me to always respect a woman and you know I do have my flaws you know I, I definitely admit that and I don't think it's so much as rule my game like my mother knows who I am and how I am she knows if I'm single I'm definitely gonna have fun she knows you know, if I meet that one girl, I'm going to be completely committed to that one girl. You know, I, actually, I'm a very, like, committed person. I've always had long relationships, you know, despite it looking like I'm just playing women on the show. You know, I definitely had a run. I definitely did. Like, I won't deny that, you know. And I'm single. Like, I'm entitled to nobody. And, you know, people are just judging on pe- what people do on their daily basis of their lives. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I really don't care. As long as I'm happy, I'm doing what makes me happy and having fun. And... um I've, I've got to ask, you know, um, I guess what what have you taken away from this season the most? Um, I mean, there's, there's stuff that um, I haven't shown yet, but I'll definitely say my temper and how I react to things. I mean, my temper actually came out being in the real house through the certain circumstances and reasons. And, you know, I know there's a couple of clips out there, me smashing stuff. And, I mean, fuck it. I mean, what are you going to do? I just... You know, there was reasons why I became like that out there, and you know, I just, you know, I just try to focus more on myself, and I just took it all in, and I just learned how just to let things go, and and not feel like so angry towards people when, when I really not am not understanding of a situation. And I guess the one thing I've got to ask too, with this season, skeletons. Um, and well, actually, let me back up to this real quick. It was something I had actually pointed out to Nicole, and she said I was just saying this. Where in the hell is all the gym scenes? Where is everybody working out? They haven't shown that this season, like they have in the I past. I know. <laughs> I mean, Nicole, Jason, and I definitely hit the gym very often. Um, the gym was like like a mile down the street. I mean, we walked there almost like every day, you know. So I don't know why they haven't shown any gym scenes. I guess they don't care <clears throat> about our fitness. <laughs> Um, I mean, we'd horse around a little bit in the gym, but I don't know if there was any interesting stuff really apart from us clowning and getting our pumps. You you would have thought they still would have showed some some of it though. Like they normally show it every season. You see them in there at least working out, cutting up, or like you said, cutting up or doing yeah. something. Hopefully, but, they just uh, show like one at least one scene. You know what I mean? Of us working yeah. out and get, so I can show my bulge and biceps. <laughs> there you go. And I'm going to ask you this because I asked Tony this, and I, I want your opinion. Who, 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 who? I guess got who had more action that house between 
He said it came down to him and the co. Who had more? Um, truthfully, I say it's between Nicole and Jason. <laughs> so, so, now, now, yeah, now, 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 let me tell you something. Had I remained single, everybody knows Bruno would have that most play. I didn't even have to approach a girl. Like, I'm not being cocky, but that's just how I roll. Like, the guys didn't believe. Like, I'm like, back home, I don't get girls like that. Like, here and there, I'll get a really pretty one, but... Out there in Chicago, I mean, and I know the cameras obviously coming to play, but like I was just getting approached left and right. Like I never came up to girls. Like the, the guys, you know, would go and talk to them, and you know they'd come around. I'd be doing my own thing, just reading like an article online. Like they'll come around, and just try talking to me, like to get with them. But you know, I had that collar, and you know, I wanted nothing to do with that. So it's like I would like avoid situations a lot. But I mean, it was fun. So I, I would definitely say it was definitely between Jason and Nicole, hands down. And the Wolfpack, big part of the season so far. Where did you all come up with the name Wolfpack? <laughs> Truthfully, I mean, I remember Jason, Nicole, and myself, we were in um, mine and Nicole's room. And I don't know, we just started talking. I, I, I swear it was like a mutual thing. Like, we all did at the same time. We were like Wolfpack, and we just started howling. Like, I'm, I kid you not. Like, that's exactly how it happened. So, I mean, I don't know if Nicole said otherwise, but I truthfully believe that's how exactly it happened. That's awesome. We were like, hey, yeah, we're like- the Wolfpack. It's something. It's so cool because a lot of the guys, or a lot of people you see on the season, they don't always seem to gel. And you all have had your the hiccups along the season so far. And mm-hmm. Sylvia looked like she, like I had said she was trying to join UFC last night with a takedown on Madison. Uh, <laughs> she seems like a pretty tough cookie there. <laughs> I mean, she says it herself that she's crazy. I mean, well, I'm married. I mean, she has I've a been pack. married. My wife's crazy. <laughs> but it's you know it's that shit happens, right? But do you, I, mean, I guess I mean, she got she got that look in her eye. You could tell, like, don't fuck with me. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be standing across the counter from you, let alone looking at you right now. Because that was the look of death, is what that was. I mean, I was scared to kiss her sometimes. I don't know if she was gonna kiss me or punch me in the chin. <laughs> Hell, man. I guess that's loving. I I don't know, man. You, you were there. It was it was wild. I can only imagine with how wild it was there in the house because we seen it on TV, obviously. But it seemed like it would have been much more extreme to see in person. Trust me, it definitely <laughs> is. When you got a perspective of, of being like in front row seating, and that. But man, let, let's take another live call real quick if you don't mind. Sure. Area code nine one seven. You're on the show. Hey Bruno, how's it going? Good. How you doing? Good, thanks. Um, So I had a question. You had said something in, like, one of these interviews you did, like, online in the last couple of weeks. I don't remember what it was. And you just kept going on about how, you know, Madison confused you at the beginning. You couldn't read her right. You didn't know what it was. She was just a bit odd, this and that. I mean, I know it's clear you, you like her and there's no issues there, but I'm just so curious. Like, what was it like the first couple of days and weeks with Madison? Like, what kind of character was she really? Because I'm sure we don't see half of it. I mean... What was it like? Um, I mean, truthfully, I'm, uh, Madison's like a very sweet, outgoing person. Like, that's just naturally who she is. Like, nobody could say otherwise. And um, the thing is, um, her personality, certain faces she make, I just couldn't understand her. Like, I, I would try to get to, like, know her. And, like, there's more things that weren't shown in the beginning. Like, I had her back. You know, I was the first one to give her the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, I, I do that with anybody, you know. Regardless if somebody says something about a person, I'm going to judge them for myself. And I just felt like I kept trying. And when I was finally trying to understand her, like, she would switch up how she'd act. So that became frustrating to me. And I, I became very frustrated with Madison. So I, it was just hard to put the personality to the person. 
you know, it, it really took a while to really start to comprehend who Madison really was. And, you know, I don't know if that was because she was so closed off and worried about how people were going to react to her. And she was obviously afraid to reveal, you know, her past because she definitely had a dark past. And, you know, it takes a lot to open up, especially to a bunch of strangers. Very true. And I think that's something we have to look forward to the rest of the season. We don't know what to expect. We, we Like I said, it's something we kind of expect on who to expect, but we don't know uh-huh. what to expect from them. We don't know their actions or how it's going to be played out. Uh, I asked Tony to describe the rest of the season in three words, a lot of tears. What? How would you describe the rest of the season in three words? Holy fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. See, it, it just makes it's you play, tune in. If it's going to play the way, like, I'm thinking, like, really, everybody's in for a wild ride. Just, like, going by memory, like, from what I remember towards after these episodes, like, oh, boy. <laughs> let's let's take another live caller, and I've got just a couple of more questions for you, and I won't keep you much longer, man. No worries, bro. Area code 508, you're on the show. Hello? Hello, you're on the show. Who are we speaking with? Hi, um, I just wanted to tell you. Are you there? Well, man, yeah, you, you said nervous. it yourself. You, you, you've got game. You, you make him speechless. You know, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna blame that on you. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I believe me, I don't, man, by any means. Uh, let me ask you this: <laughs> What's? I know you're you're big, you're, you're a workout guru. Uh, if, if you sit down to watch TV, what's one show that that's a must see for you? I mean, could it be like a, a TV series on Netflix or whatever the hell you want it to be? What's what's something you're must see? Um. I'm gonna say this, but Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Man, see, that's no, I see it now. That's is, is that for the ladies, or is it you just really enjoy that show? <laughs> I mean, I got it into it because of a lady, and and then I really do enjoy it. So it's like you know, it's a very secret, big secret of mine, and now it's out there. So whatever. <laughs> I'm a fighter and, and a lover. There you go, man. And obviously, big into to working out. You're a big guy. Obviously, you go to the clubs. What's your guilty pleasure song? What's the one that makes you just go like, hell yeah? It just um, break loose. Definitely it'll be uh, Chief Keef Sosa. <laughs> See, we, we've had uh, Cody on the show from uh, the most recent season of Big Brother. His was Taylor uh, Swift. So Taylor once Swift. he said that, it, you know what I mean? It makes you think, I've got to ask this, because it's, it's something intriguing. What's your guilty pleasure that, song? Is it kind of like, hell yeah? Yeah, I mean that, yeah. and also like Trapped has strong. That's always gonna be one of my favorite like workout songs. Oh yeah, that there's something about that one. I uh, it's that song just makes you want to smash off. your head through a roof. Yeah, and what the hell happened <laughs> to them anyway? You know, they just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Fell off, yeah. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, plug your social media. Where can the fans follow you? Instagram, Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, they can follow me at Bruno Real World. All spelled correctly, and then on Instagram it's uh, MTV Bruno altogether. Man, I appreciate you coming on the show. Hope to have you on again. We may have to have you on after your skeleton comes in, if you don't mind, Uh-oh. if we can get it set up again. 
Uh, definitely. I would love to be back. It's been my pleasure. Man, I I appreciate it. We look forward to it. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the season. I wish you the best of luck and everything coming up. And truly appreciate you taking the time out to come on the show with us tonight. Anytime. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Bruno. Catch him every Tuesday night right there on MTV World World Skeletons. Make sure you stick around. Real quick, we're going to pause for another exciting commercial break. We'll be right back with the one and only Sylvia. Stick around right here to Cheap Pop Radio. Reality Check. I got souls and I won't quit And your dad don't like it when I talk my shit Cause I'm all about it, baby I'm all about it, baby Staying up late just to pass the time And your pants don't like it when you out getting high But I'm all about it, baby I'm all about it, baby mm-hmm. I'm not a rapper, just a singer with a game plan I'll play guitar, no need to worry about my Drake hand 80,000 people in front of the stage dam Waiting for the sun to shine just to rock these fake bands I just wanna leak shit No, literally leak shit Wanna push the music through the speakers Double shot blasting in the back of the pub My mate's chasing at the bar screaming Who wants what? Now, please be warned That every song I feature on Has capacity to be reborn I said that anything can happen when I pick up a pen But now I'm all about love so won't you say it again I said I used to be the shy type my back on public transport to a guy type Now I'm in the limelight Trying to get my mind right Body clock is in the clouds So I can get this high time Hoodie sing the line I got soul I won't quit And your dad don't like it When I talk my shit Cause I'm all about it baby I'm all about it baby Staying up late Just to pass the time them to get on my bus. I'm like, naturally, baby, let me find a spot in the front for you and for your friends. You can be mine, but we can pretend. Oh, typical rapper acting in a typical fashion. I'm doing something that's different. I'm trying to pull up my pen in the young prince in Manhattan. Not everybody believe it. Adrian Broner, the way I'm ducking and weaving. We go together like interceptions and Revis. She said the only rapper she loving is Jesus. One for the money, two people since the beginning Three million records get sold and now everybody is winning I'm Larry David plus Miles Davis So everybody hated and fuck it, I hardly blame them Cause I got soul, I won't quit And your dad don't like it when I talk my shit Cause I'm all about it, baby It is time to welcome our final guest to the show you can see her every week on Real World Skeleton. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Sylvia. Welcome to the show. Man, you're full of energy. I love it. I love it. You're just oh, not. 
you're into it. You're, you're, I, I love it. Love the energy, the charisma. That's what we need. It's. I mean, it's you know, light. you get you get you you start to just learn to deal with things that come your way. And uh, I don't know if you've been able to catch up on everybody's Twitters, everybody's Instagram, but there's a lot of uh, traffic going on. More bad than good, but there's a lot of traffic. So at this point, I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. I'm going to get the elephant out of the room. Has UFC contacted you? Um, no, UFC hasn't contacted me. What's funny <laughs> about that though is that my dad is actually a Hall of Fame wrestling coach, so I've grown around, I've grown up around wrestling since I was two. So I mean, I feel like if anybody's going to be contacted about UFC, it's got to be me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, after last night, that rear naked choke, you brought her down and. Man, that uh, talk about getting the season going again, as if Tony wasn't taking a beat, and you sure as hell dished one out, but obviously rehashed it, you made it better, bought each other a beer. And what else would you do on the real world? I mean, I, yeah, see, I'm glad that you see it that way. Unfortunately, half the world doesn't see it that way. They just see as Violetta and myself being big bullies, yada, yada, yada. If I've heard one bad negative comment, I've heard them all. As far as I'm yeah. concerned, they can all kiss my ass. Cause I don't yeah. a fuck. Haters gonna hate, right? That, that, that's, that's what, what I see. Like, here I'm the type of person. Like, yeah, okay. So, so yeah, I'm, I don't feel like I should apologize because I will protect the people that I love until the day I die. Maybe I'm loyal to a fault. Yes, I, I, I love the people I love. I'd give you the shirt off my back if I could, and I don't condone violence. But the only thing I saw was my best friend at that point being attacked. So my first instinct was to protect her. And I, I don't, I'm sorry, if, you, if you're if you mad about that, if you judge me for that, then that's on you. I'm going to go to sleep the same way I went to sleep the night before, the same way that I went to sleep that night. And cry about me, cry, about, cry me a river, I don't care. <laughs> Just keep talking, you're making, her more, you're making yourself more relevant, right? Right, I mean, keep talking. Yeah. I mean, I believe last night, Violetta and myself were the top nine, we were number nine as the most trending two names last night. So, trending I mean, I, worldwide. Well, by all means, please keep tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know MTV's eating it up. They're loving it. Oh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> so this is the same question I asked Tony and Bruno. How much do you feel editing has uh, has really affected your season? We've seen your skeleton. How much editing did you feel really did it change the landscape of you and your skeleton? Or do you feel like what you've seen was it, or do they add some more to it? No, no, no. For me and my skeleton, I felt like they actually cut a lot out. Um, and I think a part of that is because MTV themselves didn't want to look bad, so I feel like that's why they cut the majority of what actually went went on between mine, my skeleton and myself, and I feel like that's the reason why they cut it out, which is fine because, you know, I actually appreciate them not showing it because I that's something that I didn't want to talk about. And uh, I'm sure Alicia didn't want to talk about on National Television. So I do appreciate them cutting it out. Um, so as far as me and my skeleton, uh, you know, what you got isn't exactly what happened in the house. And that's a little bit unfortunate because, you know, people were looking at Alicia and myself as, oh, my God, they were kind of a bust. No, in all actuality, you didn't really see everything that happened behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Now, as far, what, as your... whole fight, as far as this whole fight situation with Madison, myself, and Violetta, and then me and Elizabeth, now that was some good attitude, and I can <laughs> I can stand by that. <laughs> I, I don't blame you one bit. you got to stand by your actions, you know. If you didn't, then 
it give people something else to talk about. So, got to stay strong, stick up for yourself, right? Absolutely, and I would do it. I would do it again tomorrow if I had to. Uh, one thing I want to know about this: um, what, what you, are, are you on speaking terms now with the boss from hell, or um, what's your status? Actually, uh, as far as Alicia and myself, the boss from hell, uh, we we said what we had to say there, and unfortunately, not you know the world doesn't get to see what we said to each other. It doesn't get to see what you know our last words were, but. I think her and I are just better off not speaking. And I'm a firm believer in people may just come in your life and they may be seasonal. Uh, Seasonal meaning, you know, they may be put in your life because you needed them at that time period. You needed them to get you Mm -hmm. through something. And maybe I was put in Alicia's life to get her through a certain period. And, um, you know, I did did what I was needed and I did what was needed and she did what what was needed for me. And we moved, moved past that. And I think we're just both better off not speaking. Uh, unfortunately for the both of us, there's something that I just couldn't move past that uh, I feel she lied to me about, whether or not it is the truth or not. Only she will know. But unfortunately for me, I feel like I couldn't move past it. Yeah, and that, makes me, that may make me the smaller person for not being able to forgive. So be it. There's more to it than what we see than what we know. So obviously, yeah. you know, we'll... We'll take your side. And I, I hate to knock anybody. I truly do. But I hated seeing her on my TV screen. I'm not, I am not. I don't want to be mean, but her forehead absolutely killed me. And I hate to knock anybody. I'm this fat, bearded guy and right now on the, uh, the, on the other end of the phone talking to you. But I absolutely hated her forehead. I hated hey, listen, it. I mean, I know you may say that. You're this fat, bearded man, but apparently I'm this oversized, obese fat Mexican pig with uh, chops for days. So you and I both on that. Um, They're oink, oink, bitches. Oink, (laughs) oink, bitches. That's what we say. Why not? Um, The good good news is I love fucking bacon, so bring it on, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, money seemed to be a big part this season. That seemed to throw some, some fights in the scene, or at least it was edited that way. Prior to coming in, did MTV recommend bringing a certain amount with you, or how did that play out? Um, As far as going into the house, I think we all pretty much knew that we were going in with the money we had. So if you didn't have money, like, that's your own fault. We were going to get jobs later on in the season or later on within the month, but jobs were never actually guaranteed. So you went in with the money you had, and that was it. Um, if you couldn't live on the money that you had, then you needed to find a job, which me, myself, I, I do enjoy the, enjoy the finer things. So living on what I had was not going to be enough. I'm used to a certain sort of income every week, and <laughs> I had to find another job. Um, so the money definitely was an issue because I'm sorry I work for everything I have. I'm not the type of person that was ever handed anything. And um, for me to deal with people that are used to that kind of thing, or not even used to that, but play to a certain stereotype where you get everything, I've never been that type. I've always been the type that's like, no, 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 I don't need you to buy that. I have my own. And what we had Nicole on uh, two weeks ago, and one thing that was surprising, and you mentioned it too just now, were the jobs. I figured it was something MTV placed you into, but she said you all had to reach out and and set that up yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, They set up 
certain places that we could work at that were willing to allow us to bring the entire camera crew. Because I got, it wasn't as simple as just going out, finding a bartending job or finding a serving job. It was, okay, let's find a job, but we also have to find a job that's willing to hire more than one of us because you, you had to work in doubles. But not only hire two of us, but hire two of us with the camera crew in tow. So, I mean, you have to understand as a, a restaurant or, um, you know, a high-standard nightclub, not a lot of people want the cameras around to see everything that goes on, whether it has to deal with legals or legal matters or things that may happen with people being over-served. Not a, lot of, not a lot of restaurants, bars want that kind of, you know, I guess bad press on them. So it was hard for us to go out and find jobs that were willing to do that. And that's awesome that you all were able to. And that's yeah. always, I think, something – typically, I think last season on the explosions, <laughs> it was almost they, – they all worked at the same place except uh, – yeah, they all – didn't they all work the same place? No, they didn't work last season. I'm thinking of the prior season with the bird. I can't even think of whatever Anastasia. Oh, that's right. I mean, I know maybe not – I know maybe they didn't work last season. I, I'm pretty sure Jenny Deluxe go-go dance for a nightclub. <laughs> Um, out there. So I, I'm fairly certain that she worked. Um, I only know that because Brian and Jenny are both from Kansas City, so and that's where I'm from. So that's the only reason why I'm, I'm fairly certain that's what happened last, last season. Well, you mind if we take a couple of live calls real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Bring them in. And, and if, they, if they start to hate, I've got the disconnect button. Stand by. So. Oh, well, I'm used to it. Well, we'll go to area code 732. You're on the show. And you're off the show. Here we go. Area code 510, you're on the show. Hello. 510, you're on the show. I can hear you breathing. You're on the show. Speak up. Say something. Goodbye. Wow. It's not that hard, people. I promise. Here we go. Area code 917. That's a 9, a 1, and a 7. You're on the show. Hello? Hello. Welcome to the show. Who are we speaking to? Hello? Yes, Hello? I'm talking to you. Yes, hi. Hello? My name is Sarah. I live in New York. Big fan of okay, the show. Sarah. Big fan of you. Um, so I just had one question, and it's not to hate. It's not to attack none of that. Um the fight that happened, that was pretty bad, whatever. But um, you said, you know, I'm not going to apologize, but I am sorry for how it happened. I would have done it back home, too, and all of that. I just don't get how come in the heat of the moment when you're trying to protect her, why you didn't think of just, like, breaking the fight up, like just, you know, like pulling yeah. it off of each other. Right, right. I understand that. And I don't think a lot of people realize that we were, and this is not an excuse, and I realize that alcohol can never be used as an excuse. But we were all intoxicated. I'm inside. The very the only thing I see is what you guys saw, which Madison was getting after V. So the only thing I see is Madison on top of Violetta. Now I realize that you guys may not get that the scenes were swapped. Uh, me and Madison and Violetta fighting was before me throwing a list of stuff over the balcony. My loyalty was more towards Violetta because she had had my back 110% since day one. Whereas Madison, not so much. So my loyalty was to Violetta at that point in time. And, um, you know, the first thing I saw was Madison on top of Violetta. So, yeah, 
and it may have been wrong of me, but I really would I, I really would do the same thing for all my girlfriends back at home and they all know that. Like I am so protective of my friends, my family. You yeah, I may have handled that situation wrong. I probably shouldn't have needed to drag her down to the ground and slam her to the ground. I probably shouldn't have. But it it's you know, it it just comes out I'm so protective and you know, the first thing I thought was her on top of Violetta, I would do anything for Violetta. She has had my back since day one. I would protect her till the day I die. And if that's a problem with everybody, then I, I am sorry that you feel that way, but I won't change a thing. I wouldn't. Because in the very next time that something happened to Madison, I did speak up for her. And unfortunately, those scenes were switched. But whatever. Take it as you want, and that's all I can say about that. Uh, and I've, I've got to tell you who I feel sorry for out of all this. It was poor Jason. Just standing there pouring his heart out to you, telling you how much he, he loved you, and babe, and bae, and miss, and next thing you know, you're running off, and I said, God, I feel sorry for the guy. You know what? Took it took him a little bit to come over there and say that to you, well, and then the poor... Yeah, it probably took him a lot of guts to speak how he really felt about me, and... <laughs> You know, me being the drunken ass that I am, I, the only thing I hear is Violetta in distress, and I go and try to save her. <laughs> and then you, you, you saw it after the fight. You saw him come over and console you. Just sit over here, okay? And he was just yeah, like, for, and I, I felt so bad well, for, for him at that point. Reason, for some reason, and I, I hope you guys see this throughout the show, it's not just prior episodes, it's not just last night's episode. It's literally through the whole show. Jason is the only one that's ever able to calm me down. The only one. The only one. Why do you think that is? Um, I don't know if it's maybe that he really doesn't come and come at me or approach me in a judging manner, but he just has that voice that's very calming, very soothing. He's always like, "Phil, Sylvia, I need to talk to you. You need to, you need to calm down. I I know you're angry. See, he always approaches with, "I understand. I know you're angry." but you do need to calm down. It's never, you're in the fucking wrong, you're a piece of shit, you're this, you're this. It's, hey, I get it, I know, we all get upset, but you do need to calm down. He's never the first one to judge you. He's never the first one to jump down your throat. He comes at you in a calming, soothing manner, which makes it easier for me to calm down and be like, okay, you're right, Jay. And I don't know if people are too busy worrying about what the actions that I have done to see me be like, wow, Jason, you're actually right, I was a fool, or okay, Jason, yeah, you're right. I don't know if people actually notice that in the show, I am normally like, yeah, Jason, you are right. I'm an idiot. So, I don't know. And you, like you mentioned, you did see that last night. You saw him You saw him calm you down, saw him talking to you. And then you even said it. You're like, you're right. And a lot of people don't wouldn't do that, you know? And yeah. I, I, think, I think that says a lot for you. But, as always, the Internet people, the deaf people behind their keyboards are going to say what they want to say. Never say right, it to you. And, in the, I, and in your I feel face. like a lot of well, and I feel like a lot of people um saw everything that happened. They saw that, you know, MTV showed the video of what happened and yeah, I did stand up and say, "I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not going to apologize. I don't feel like I should because I would have done the same thing at home." Well, what they failed to see is continue watching where I do actually apologize. And um you know, I I don't really feel like I needed to, but in a sense, I really didn't know what was going on because I, I still stand by my word. I would have done the same thing back at home. And I don't care who you are. If, if you see your loved one being attacked at that moment, you may not know that they started it, but at that moment you see them being attacked, 
I am almost certain that 90% of people would have done the same thing. So I just, you know, I feel like, yeah, everybody's going to judge me. They have nothing but hateful things to say to me. The people that know me, and, and even still today, knowing that I had a rough 24 hours with Twitter, with Instagram, everybody here that loves me, I'm not kidding, I have a phone full of text messages. People called me. I, I, I came to work and people were literally coming up to just say, hey, I just want you to know I love you and I know you would have done the same thing for me. I love you. You're great. You're our friend and we know you. Don't, those people don't matter. So that that's what means the most to me is the people that really know me know that I'm the same person there as I, as I was here. Like, I would have done the same thing. You know, take it bad for good. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> now, I guess for every hater that you had in the last 24 hours, I guess that, like you said, that really meant something to you for people, for like your friends, your coworkers come up to you and just tell you. And, and, and I didn't even think about that last night, how much of the, I guess, the tongue lashing people were going to say afterwards. Because after, oh, after you yeah. said you were sorry, walking down this, you know what I mean, walking down the street, closing out the show, you would have thought, okay, yeah, I didn't even think anything of it, but once you mention it, now I can, I had, because I haven't checked Twitter today, to be honest with you, I've just posted like crazy for tonight's show, but I haven't followed it, but everybody seems to get so so mouthy behind their keyboard. And oh, everybody does. And I think it's funny because everybody, I mean, most of the comments are like, you're a bully, you're a bully, you're a bully. And I'm like, well, what exactly are you doing right now? Um, saying that I should get raped, saying I should get AIDS, saying I should die, saying you're a fat pig. Um, what what does that make you then? If if I'm a bully, what does that make you? I'm, I'm, I'm curious. You know what I mean? So it's, it's almost like, oh, hey, Hey, pot? Yeah, it's kettle. Hey, you're yeah, you're black. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's almost like uh, that. It's almost like the pot calling the kettle black. Who are you? You know what I mean? So uh, you take it with a grain of salt. You try to. I mean, sometimes yeah, I will admit you guys got me. You got me good. Some of the things you guys said to me, yeah, it hurt. But then I do have to separate my emotions from this is a reality television. I have to do. I have to realize that. No matter what I do, people are going to hate me, love me. It doesn't matter. Down the road, when you see the things that I do do for Madison and the people that were talking so much trash to me, see all the things that I actually did for her, and then they want to jump back on the, oh, my God, Sylvia, I hated you at first, yada, 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 now I love you. I'm going to be like, no, fuck you. I don't need your fucking love. Go fuck yourself, bro. Do you know what you said to me within a 48-hour time span, and now all of a sudden you want to, because I did something, Nice. Now you want to be like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourself, bro. I don't need you. Get the fuck out of here. Like, did, yeah. what? did the producers come down on you at all, or did they call you to the side afterwards and say anything? Because obviously they don't um, show I, that. I, I posted something on my Twitter and my Instagram, and unfortunately, production did call and they did say I had to take it down. So I, I did get a lot of comments, why did you take this down, yada, yada, yada. Well, it wasn't my choice because otherwise I'd have said, hey, go fuck yourselves. I left it up all goddamn day. But um, <laughs> unfortunately, production told me to take it down, so I had to. <laughs> wow. you you got to love it. And it's it's funny that they're still, I guess, that they're still following you now that you're outside well, the house. I mean, technically, we signed up for it. They technically pretty much run our lives for at least a year, which you know what, we all signed it. We all knew what we were getting into. I can't even be mad about it. Um, even even today when I was talking to my girlfriends, you know, we go to dinner every week, which, uh, you know, it's something we do every week. We were talking, they're like, well, so you had to know, you had to have known that 
when you signed up for this, this is, yeah, I go, absolutely, absolutely. I knew. I knew I was going to be under some sort of scrutiny. But no one person can ever, ever prepare themselves for what is actually said to them nonstop, minute after minute, second after second, day after day. No one person can, pre- can prepare themselves. No matter if you do good, no matter if you do bad, somebody's going to find a reason to hate you. Did you know, I, I'm just curious since you said they contacted you today, told you to take it down. Did did you ask them, well, how in the hell would you handle this? Yes, yes, I did, and um, you know, of course I did because I'm like, oh, well, I'm sorry. You tell you 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 have somebody say you should be raped, get AIDS, and die, and then tell me how you would respond it. And unfortunately, you know, they have been doing this for years. They've been doing this for 30 years plus. So 30 years real world alone, not to mention the Jersey the Jersey Shore cast, not to mention all the other cats that there are you the one cat. So yeah, they've been doing this for some time and I do have to suck up my pride and be like, Yep, you're probably right. You've been doing this for way longer than I have. I'm sure other castmates have uh experienced way worse backlash than I have and um you know, at that point what can you do? You have to say I'm sorry, you're absolutely right. It was my wrong, I knew what I was signed up for, I'm a tough girl, I can handle it. Um you know, sometimes it does suck. Sometimes people say things that do get to you, even though you don't want to. You don't want it. You don't want to let it happen, but it does. And um, what can you do? You move past it. I apologize. I removed exactly what they wanted me to remove, and I go about my day because, unfortunately, it is what I signed up for. And who am I to take back on my word? I guess. <laughs> and I guess that that's the interesting interesting thing people don't. See, when you signed the contract, you, you said, what, roughly a year? Is that how long? That uh, a year after our very last episode. Wow. Yeah. That's, wow. So they're practically got you under almost a two-year deal, is what right, it right. seems. So you're pretty much under a microscope for, for at least two years of your life. I'm surprised they even let you all manage your Twitter accounts. <laughs> Uh, it's under a, a fine comb, or fine comb, you know what I mean? Like, that's, fine. That's wild. Fine that's comb, but, yeah. Um, this is one question I always ask. Last season we had the X's come in. This season, the skeletons. Um, if the producers asked you to come up with a twist for next season, what would you throw at them? Gosh, I'm not sure. Okay, so the skeletons are, okay, so last year was the X's. I feel like this year they kind of threw in everything, so it's almost like you can't base another season off of it because we had everything. We had exes. We had exes exes. We had brothers. We had uh, work problems, our bosses from hell. We had sisters. We had um, bullies. It's almost like, what do you do now? So I guess, Mm -hmm. like, even the name of this season, I thought it should have been The Circus because everybody had a different act. It almost should be that that way for next season because you didn't know what was coming, and maybe next year you don't know what's coming. You really don't. Or who knows, they could go back to the natural, this is the story of seven strangers. But I yeah, highly doubt with the ratings that we're getting. So That's what I was going to say. We, I'd actually, uh, Jonathan Murray, creator of it, did a Ask Me Anything on Reddit, or Reddit, however the hell you say it. My Kentuckyism comes out of me occasionally. Forgive me for that. Uh, and I asked him, I said, what's the deal with the twist after so many successful seasons? And he said the ratings were down. He said we needed to add something to it. And it made me wonder so far what the ratings were for this season compared to last season because I'm more pulled in and more emotionally attached to this season than I was last year. 
Right. So, I mean, we can only hope that the ratings are high. They don't actually tell us what the ratings are. We can only hope that the ratings are high. Um, you know, because obviously everybody wants their seasons to be uh, top of the notch, up at the top. Um, I mean, I don't know what more you could ask for. We've got people fighting, people being thrown in headlocks, people peeing the confessional. I don't know who that could have been, but people <laughs> peeing the confessional. <laughs> um <laughs> People hooking up, people hooking up while they're still talking to somebody else. I, I mean, it's just uh, people starting things and then starting to date other people. It's just a whirlwind of clusterfuck. I don't know how much more you could ask for. I don't know how the ratings could possibly skyrocketing right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, I, from what we haven't seen so far, you you've been kind of secluded to the side or not as involved, I guess, on on the show with hookups. And right. last night we we saw Tony's hookup in the laundry room. What where, where was the strangest place you know that a hookup took place this season? Listen, I had no idea about the fucking laundry room. No idea. <laughs> you want to know this because I clean the entire fucking house every fucking week and I had no idea about the goddamn laundry room. It was terrible to watch it. I'm like, what? I did my laundry in that room. Like, no. Um, and I will tell you this. Uh, there were only two people left standing at the end of this season that did not hook up. Now, you can guess who it is. You can, you know, do an over-under of who you think it is. I don't care. But there were only two people left that did not hook up in this season. And, uh you know, let it ride throughout the whole season. I hope you guys all take it into consideration. Guess who didn't, who did. Um, but there were only two that did not hook up. So, you know, and I think the, the most surprising place for me had to have been the girls' bathroom because what the fuck? Why wouldn't you go in the men's bathroom when you hook up? Why the girls' bathroom? <laughs> and this is something I asked both Bruno and Tony, and Tony put himself over in it. So I've got to ask you, who... Who had the most hookups this season? I'm, I don't know if you did. You hear the previous two interviews or? No, did I didn't. I didn't. First? I was actually out to dinner. Like I said, we do a girlfriend's okay. dinner every week. So. Okay, I, I want to hear your answer, and then I'll tell you who they said. Who, who do you think okay. had the most hookups this season? Okay, hold on. I'm trying to count my head. Uh, shoot, it's got to be a tie. Oh man, not. See, I don't know how to, to grade Nicole's hookups because I don't know if you necessarily count them as hookups or non-hookups. She has a different way of accounting whether you have sex and whether somebody else has sex. I, I don't know how that works. Um, I they interacted with somebody. A, how about that? Right, right. I'd almost have to say it was a tie between Jason and Tony. I see a lot of people sleep on Jason not thinking that he hooks up. Believe me, I slept in the room right next to him. And I heard it all. Wow. Okay, I heard it all. So that, I'd have to say it was a tie between Jason and Tony at this point. Tony Tony said him and Nicole. And then Bruno said Jason and Nicole. Well, see, and that's what I'm saying. I'd have to say it was either Tony or Jason. I'm not sure if you can classify what Nicole did as hooking up, but it had to be either Jason or Tony. Wow. And now, we haven't really heard, I guess, but I imagine with Jason, what's your relationship with him? As of I now? love Jason to death. Like, I love him to death. Even um, he called yesterday. He texted this morning. 
just making sure that myself and Violetta were okay and to realize that, you know, yeah, everybody may be hating on us, but nobody really knows what happened in the house. Nobody does. And they can talk as much as they want. They will never know what happened for the three months that we were inside that house. And to keep our heads up, to know that we were loved by the entire cast, because, I mean, yeah, you guys may think we all hate each other, but we are all still very close. So you, you can say what you want, but we all moved past it. Too bad that you guys can't, and that's unfortunate. So uh, think, I'm so thankful to have Jason in my life because he literally has been the only one to talk some sense to me. That's – and now I'm going to ask you the same thing. I asked Tony, I asked Bruno, three words to sum up the rest of the season. If you can only sum it up in three words, what would they be? Mind fucking blown. <laughs> that's the second – you're the second person to go with fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Tony was a lot of tears. And oh. Bruno Bruno was holy effing hell. <laughs> but it wasn't effing. So I just abbreviated that, but that, I mean that, all that, I'm saying is if you think last night's episode was bad, everybody, the the viewers, M T V themselves, I mean everybody is in for a fucking whirlwind of hell because <laughs> It, it literally only gets worse from this point on. And, and it's sad to say that, but you're going to see a whole lot of fighting, a whole lot of crying, a whole lot of just unnecessary things being said. It, it's literally mind-fucking-blowing. So, like, <laughs> you, you guys are in for a whole fucking season of shit. It started off smooth. You thought, oh, this is going to be boring, weak as shit. Just wait. It only gets fucking worse from this point. I've got to ask you one more thing after thinking about last night's show. And obviously the challenge follows the show. How freaking corny are some of those commercials they make for the challenge? <laughs> Could you with the with the, the the peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut butter. And it was just we liked it. That's how would you if that was you all being I guess the trailer for the upcoming episode, how in the hell would that make you feel? <laughs> My only thing is I don't really watch MTV until our episodes come on, so I'm like, fuck, I can only imagine the things that they're doing. I can only imagine me being in the confessional pissing myself five times in a row and then somebody saying, that's disgusting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can only imagine myself being like, ugh, 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 ugh. That's disgusting. What? And I can only imagine I think... what they made it look like. You, you and Nicole, I think have Nicole obviously with her little accent that she's got that she says she don't know that she has, but I think it's very clear she has one if you watch the season. And yeah. for my amusement, I made her say car keys because that's something that Northerns just can't seem to say without or saying it sounding like I'm sure she was like cocky, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. And I, I had to ask her that, and I think. She's got such a distinctive tone to her, and then you've got the laugh. So I think that's something people are your 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 laugh and her tone that she's got. I think are something people are going to remember for this season as well. Yeah, well, I can only that, hope that later on down the road they can remember me for something other than putting a girl in a headlock. But um, if that's all they remember, that's all they remember. At least I'm remembered. <laughs> Absolutely, and I want to appreciate. I want to say thank you for coming on the show. Uh, um, two more questions. I'll, I'll leave you alone. Uh, hey, what's your must? What's your must see TV show? 
or if you had to record something on your DVR and you only had a spot for one show, what would it be? Oh my God, it's terrible because, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this because I'm biased, but ever since I started that MTV Eye Candy, I have been obsessed. I don't know if it's for Victoria Justice. I don't know if it's because Casey Diedrich, aka Detective Tommy, who am I in love with? <laughs> It has it has to be either Eye Candy or Vampire Diaries. I I am obsessed. Or or wait a minute, shoot, there's so many. Has to be How to Get Away with Murder, Vampire Diaries, or Eye Candy. I'm obsessed with all three. No, there's four. Empire, How to Get Away with Murder, Vampire Diaries, and Eye Candy. I don't know which one to choose. I really don't. So what is it with death? What is it about death that you that just attracts you to the show? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but everybody wants to know how to get away with murder. I don't care who you are. Everybody wants to know how to get away with murder. And, okay, so minus that, second of all, who wouldn't want to be a freaking vampire and live forever and have the opportunity to travel the world and never have to worry about dying? Nobody. Everybody was- wants to be a vampire, so shut up. Three, eye candy, come on. Like, everybody wants, I mean, that's real life stuff. That could really happen. And three, Empire, of course I want to be an awesome rap slash slash singer star to run my own music empire. (laughs) And, And see, I've got eye candy on DVR. I haven't been able to sit down and actually watch the ser- series yet, even watch the opener. We've got it all backed up on DVR right now. Kind of behind with being sick. It. It's just... Yeah, I'm intrigued by it. The commercials, the trailers, may, it, it caught your attention. It's no joke. And it's serious because you never... I mean, I'm sure none of us think about putting our profile pictures up there, tagging where we're at, like, oh yeah, me and my girlfriend <laughs> here, we're at Nara Restaurant. I'm sure none of us really think about it, but there are some sick people out in the world that are probably like, wow, they're at Nara Restaurant. Oh, my God, let's, let's go sit out there. Like, you really don't know this, the mental state of most people out in the world. And it's almost scary to think that things like that could really be real. And um, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but definitely watch Eye Candy. It's a good show. You'll definitely reconsider ever putting things on the Internet. <laughs> And last thing, what's your guilty pleasure song? What's the song right now that when you hear it, you're like, hell yeah, and you just get into it? Um, It has to be either Truffle Butter, one, because I don't know what the fuck Truffle Butter is, but the <laughs> Truffle Butter song with Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne, I really don't know what Truffle Butter is, but I love that song, or... Let's just go with the classic. I don't fuck with you. (laughs) (laughs) It was basically my feelings towards everybody that wants to talk shit. I just want to be like, I don't fuck with you. (laughs) (laughs) See, I've got to ask this stuff. I feel that's something that you don't always hear, and I just feel like it's something that's neat. With Bruno, he said his must-see TV show, and he said it's not well-known, is Vampire Diaries. And I said, what? I said, You've got to tell me. I said, is it because of a woman? He said, I started watching it because of a woman, and then I just got just hitched to it. He said he just can't miss an episode of it, which just really surprised me. It's so so funny that you bring that up because there's actually – it was a whole night that Bruno, myself, Madison, Violetta, Jason, Tony, Nicole, we all literally sat in what we like to call the Boom Boom Room, and we just (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Vampire Diaries, and Bruno has us all convinced 
that he was an extra on Vampire Diaries. We were convinced for literally an hour that he was an extra wolf on Vampire Diaries. We were like, no, no way. You met them all? Are you serious? He was like, yeah, yeah, I was an extra. I mean, they asked me to be a wolf on Vampire Diaries, yada, yada, yada. We're like, no fucking way. You were an extra. You've got to be kidding me. For the, for at least an hour, we thought he was an extra, and then until the that phone rang, they're like, "Hey, can you guys please just go to fucking bed and stop talking about Bruno? How he wants to be an extra on Vampire Diaries." <laughs> so that's actually real life. He really does love Vampire Diaries. I mean, who wouldn't? Nina Dobrev, Anton Holder. They're, I mean, awesome cast. I, I'm upset. So. That's awesome. I want to thank you for coming on the show real quick. Obviously, people know where to follow you at Twitter, but go ahead, throw it out there for them so they know where they can catch you. Absolutely. You can catch me on my Instagram. I believe it's at Sylvia MTV Skeletons, and my on my uh, Twitter is Sylvia, or at Sylvia MTV. Um, you can't miss it. Uh, if you see all the hate tweets about me being fat, ugly, all that, yep, you're at the right page. Don't move fast. Yep. Don't pass go. You're at the right page. <laughs> you have Just stop, it. hit follow, and go on. <laughs> number nine. Yep. Number yep. nine number trending nine worldwide, trending folks. Trending worldwide for most of the people. Be let of myself. Welcome to the club, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, ho- hopefully we can have you on again later on in the season. If you got Absolutely. the time, we'd love, love to have you back. To. Yeah, and I would love to. We'll wait, so, yeah, anytime. We'll wait for the good thing to happen, that you do good for Madison. We'll, we'll wait yeah. for that to happen so we can bring you on and yeah. shine you Don't in a worry, better though. light. I'm still going to say fuck you to everybody who thought shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sylvia, it, it's, been, it's been great. I appreciate it. And I'm glad to see we, you, get what you, you get what you see on TV. You don't get that a lot, but I'm glad that we got yeah. that tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm so happy that you guys had me on, and hopefully you have me on in the future. Thank you again. Best of luck and everything, and I can't wait to see the rest of the season. Awesome. Stay tuned. Everybody stay tuned. You've got a, you're in for a whole lot more. Thank you for having thanks me on, Dice. <laughs> thank, thanks, Sylvia. Have a wonderful night. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank Tony, Bruno, and Sylvia for joining us tonight on Reality Check. It was great. Make sure if you just tuned in late, you go back and hear the previous interviews. Tony, Bruno, Sylvia, packed show. We'll be back again live next week. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at Cheap Pop Radio to find out who next week's guest is going to be. At Cheap Pop Radio, we'll be releasing that very soon. Thank you again, Tony, Bruno, Sylvia. Ladies and gentlemen, Real World Skeletons, every Tuesday night, MTV at 10 p.m. Check it out. Thank you for listening to Cheap Pop Radio Presents Reality Check. I'm Jeremy. Have a great rest of the evening. You're listening to Cheap Pop Radio Presents Reality Check, where you'll get your weekly dose of reality with your host, Jeremy.